Mm-hmm. So as you've heard, it's not perfect, but guess what? Nowhere is. However, it is definitely a place worth getting excited about and worth traveling to. And it's visa-free, ne? as you heard in the previous interview. So no excuses. It's also now time for us to get our taste buds ready for your Kenyan experience. It is Tasty Tuesday, and we have the Kenyan-inspired dish for you today. African Epicurean elegance personified. Chef Coco from Epicure Restaurant is back with us today and as you know his food philosophy always engages with uh, what it means to be African in a global gourmet context so uh, when we wanted a taste of Kenyan cuisine we could think of no one better to do the honors chef always a huge pleasure to have you with us welcome welcome my pleasure to be here, Yanda. Thank uh, you very much. These are the perks of my job. What have you prepared for us today? <laughs> okay, so what I did, uh, you know, Kenyan cuisine, it's so versatile and it's not like monodimension. You mm-hmm. have uh, different cuisine uh, according to the area you're going to. If you are on the coast in cities like Mombasa, you'll have more influence from the Indian cuisine, Arabic cuisine mm. with your pilau, all the curries, the chapatis. And if you go inland, you'll have more your meat. Kenyan really, it's either you do meat, okay, or you do Indian inspired dish, which have beautiful vegetarian, uh, how can I say, variety mm-hmm. in, the, in their cuisine. So what I've done, I've created a small dish which is a combination of both worlds uh, where you cannot do um, Kenyan cuisine without nyama choma. Nyama choma is really what you'll call here your braai, your barbecue. Uh, it's grilled meat. It's chisanyama. Chisanyama. Okay. It's same thing. It's chisa a, yeah. mean choma in Swahili. Okay. Exactly. And so nyama, nyama, nyama. nyama <laughs> That's the same. Wherever you are. That's exactly. so interesting. I didn't know that. I know, Swahili, Swahili is very, very close to Zulu. It's a Zulu, yes. Yeah, exactly. That's quite exciting. Okay, so chisanyama. So, but your chisanyama looks very <laughs> elegant epicure. very epicure exactly. i mean Yama has never looked this good that's what we're all about uh-huh, uh-huh. to put africa in an elegant way it's beautiful thank you so i've created a dish where you have on top the the meat uh-huh. at the bottom you have the viazi karai in swahili which is uh potatoes which are battered and deep fried and flavor and the, and the butter is flavor i wanted to Put the to put forward one of the main ingredients on the staple, which is sorghum. Okay. So I made f- sorghum flour, uh, battered uh, potatoes, and then the sauce to go with it. I did a curry-inspired mushroom sauce. Mm-hmm. Curry once again to show the Indian inspiration and the East uh, inspiration of the of this dish. I love it. So this is a fusion of sorts. Exactly, a fusion of. Uh, of uh, Kenyan flavors. Right. Yes. Their spices, do they have anything that is a signature spice or uh, a signature ingredient that they use? You mentioned sorghum as a staple, but in terms of, I don't know, bringing out zest or bringing out flavor, do they have a go-to spice? Uh, maybe if you, when you mix the, the, the spice, yeah. they, they, they've been famously known for Anything like Indian spices okay, okay. or your curries, uh, maybe cinnamon, cardamom, uh, aniseed, all those mixed together really give you a, a spice combination from Kenya. Awesome. Tell me how you put this dish together because it looks very intimidating. 
No, it mustn't intimidate you. It's at the so end beautiful. Of the day. You don't you don't want to touch it. You don't want to eat it, and it looks like it took forever to make. Not really. No? It's just the green meat. Okay. The only thing that takes uh, time to do uh, to make was maybe the sauce, where right. we have to have uh, a reduction of the uh, beef stock with the curry, and then you add some mushroom just to give it some uh, okay. consistency, if I can put it that way. Maybe let's and start from the very beginning. So when yes. you're just about to prepare this dish, what do you do after you've washed your hands? <laughs> <laughs> after you wash your after hands. After you wash your hands. You have to start. So you do the sauce first because okay. the sauce is the one going to take time. You reduce the beef stock okay. with curry spice. Let it reduce. To consistency sauce while Wait, it's reducing. For me, you know, you, you basically have to draw pictures for me okay. to get it right. So How you to put, draw pictures yeah, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so so you have your saucepan. Yes. Okay. Saucepan, and then you put put the stock stock and put the curry powder. The curry powder. Okay. And the mushrooms. Then the mushrooms. Yes. Okay. And then after, with your stock, you fry. You, f- you fry them. Okay. Okay. Just to mix all the flavors. Got it. Okay. And you do what they, we call deglaze. So you add the, um, the stock slowly, slowly, just mm-hmm. to make sure you kind of rub all the, 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 the bottom of the pan. Okay. Make sure you mix all the, those spices and those flavors. And then you keep on adding stock mm-hmm. and reducing, adding stock, reducing, adding mm-hmm. stock to reduce the volume so you can have this consistency okay okay yes, so it's it's, it's 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 got a little bit of watery elements but not too much and it's not too much yes. yeah not too much yeah. but just it enough to for it to, to 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 be saucy yeah. but it also has those nice thick elements of of, of what's in there is that onions? It's a, no no the mushrooms the mushrooms the mushrooms yes. okay so that is the sauce and while you're reducing the sauce you then get started on the potatoes the potatoes got it Ideally to have the potatoes cooked already, okay. baby potatoes, and then you just batter them in a, uh, put them, sorry, in a batter, which will be made of sorghum uh, flour. Ah. Yes. Okay. Just to add that, instead of using normal flour, you use mm. sorghum flour. That just little to, extra. Exactly. Okay. And um, they have to be cooked uh, with salt and pepper and then okay. obviously you you add some spice mixture which will be the same as in the uh, in the sauce the same spice mixture, I just see. to flavor so outside them. is it is it is it it's crumb? a crust it's a, it's yes. a, crust. It's a, it's a crust. nice golden crust yes. outside for they the potatoes and then you deep fry those potatoes then you deep fry the yes, potatoes to create that crust lovely and then the the meat it's as simple as possible mm-hmm. um, you do salt and pepper uh, ideally, uh, what kind of meat salt. is that? This is a ribeye. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. And then just it's nice grill, and tender. very tender, mm-hmm. um, and you just grill it on a charcoal oven or on a on a braai or okay. a barbecue. You just grill it, you add salt and pepper. Yeah, exactly. Because the idea is when you then eat it, you will then uh, sort of dress it with the sauce. With the sauce, yeah. The sauce will, be, oh. will give you more flavor than the meat itself. I love it. I love it. But you make it look so beautiful. So how did you, <laughs> I want to say decorate is it? Is it it's just garnishing? It's just the plating, <laughs> okay. how you, you play around. I could have used this plate next, to, next to mine. And okay. Just put everything on top of each other, then it won't necessarily look. But what's the green? The that you oh, it's just some micro herbs, and then the micro herb I use, I use coriander shouts. Okay. So the coriander also plays a role in the the how can I say the origin of the dish being mm. Indians and yeah. 
absolutely gorgeous. Are you able to make this kind of dish in uh, maybe like larger quantities? Uh, maybe if you want to plate it and have it shared among friends, is that something that um, exactly. that you could do as well? You just yeah, it's one of the dishes that we have difficult. on the menu at Epicure. Okay. And uh, we've done this type of dish on on different functions for example when we do uh, our news of africa menu oh wow uh, and uh, yeah it's it, it's really easy to to make it because it doesn't have like different elements and all the elements are separated can come and be combined on the last minute somebody mm-hmm. plating the potatoes meat on top mm-hmm. sauce on the side sent off you go Exactly. Okay, off we go to the, the break now. And when we come back, we'll speak a little bit about some of the other popular dishes that one can expect when traveling to Kenya. And also the desserts. Hey, I have a bit of a sweet tooth. Yes, so it would yes. be nice to know how you would pair that with a dessert. All that and more in just a moment. Stay with us. Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. It is Travel Tuesday. Our destination today is Kenya. So naturally, Tasty Tuesday will be bringing us a Kenyan-inspired dish. And who better to serve that dish uh, than Chef Coco from Epicure Restaurant. Back with us today, his food philosophy, as you know, engages with what it means to be African in a global gourmet context. And it looks absolutely exquisite. But I can't help but wonder, some of the other go-to dishes when you're preparing uh, Kenyan meals, or what are some of the uh, other typical dishes that you could prepare? And most importantly, because life is too short not to have dessert, what are some of those desserts that you would recommend to pair with this dish? So the other type of dish that they uh, do in uh, Kenya, it will be, uh, as I say, your famous Yamachoma, okay. you have the pilau, which is a rice melange, uh, usually with goat or lamb, or even uh, with chicken. Uh, you have what they call skumawiki. Skumawiki literally in Swahili means push the wick. So usually it's the type of, uh, of meal you have at the end of the week, because some part of Kenya used to be paid weekly. Oh. So at the end of the week, it will be more a vegetarian dish. It will be Ugali, which yeah. is almost like pap here in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Actually, not almost, exactly like pap. Served with a little bit of uh, veg- uh, vegetable or kale or spinach in a little tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. Usually you do that to push the wheat. To push the wheat. Exactly. So that's very <laughs> The literal famous. interpretation. That's the famu- one of the famous, uh, uh, few famous dish of uh, Kenya. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to dessert... I will say mainly the desserts are on the east coast of Kenya mm. uh, with all your Indian influence, all the fritters. You'll have the mandazi, uh, which is like small um, puff puff or... Maguinha. Maguinha. Fat cakes, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Okay. Very much like maguinha. But it will be infused with the cardamom, mm. uh, the spice that will find in the region. That That's what... Uh, that one, the vitumbua. Vitumbua, it's more... Uh, uh, rice flour crumpet or almost like a, a little fritter. Uh, what you have, you have the mahambri, but mainly it's a pastry that have been deep fried. Ah, yeah, yes, yes. Type of, uh, 
of this year. It's so interesting, hey? There's more that unites us than that which divides us. There's absolutely. so many similarities in the food absolutely. and the languages. Yep. It's absolutely incredible. Chef, I can simply not let you go without getting uh, more information from you once again. Where do we find you? You know, if, we, if we've if we managed to inspire other people uh, who, who are saying, okay, I love uh, the sound of this and I'm like, Ayanda, I'm going to struggle to prepare it. It will not look anything like that dish, but I want to come to the restaurant myself. Where do we find you? So Epicure is uh, situated in the Central Square building, which is on number five Lower Road in Morningside, uh, just behind the Morningside uh, Clinic. Uh, you can call us on 10 594-5336 or visit our website epicurestaurant.co.za Okay, I don't know if I must have the meal now or if I should wait for the break. <laughs> <laughs> let's create a break. <laughs> I think let's create a break very quickly. Luckily, we're two minutes shy of the news headlines because I just can't wait to dig in. But uh, we'll have to wait just that minute and a half and then I'll tell you, don't worry, you have it on good authority. I'm going to tell you exactly how it tastes and how uh, absolutely delighted we are to have the chef uh, coming through. So I'll tell you about that in just a moment. Thank you very much, chef, for coming through. My absolute pleasure. As Always usual. good to have you Thank with you. us. Now, when we come back, it's a good thing the chef is nice and tall so he can't relate to this particular subject matter but we want to know does height matter in a relationship between two people who love each other who's paying attention am i right i'm not are you does height really matter in a relationship and i'm saying this because um on social media i think it must have been about a week or two ago uh, a woman took to uh, the twitter sphere to lament the fact that she was on a blind date uh, with someone who was shall we say vertically challenged so the guy was much shorter than she was and she was having none of it and of course there was an outpour of people who say don't judge him because he's short but uh, equally some who came out and said nope i'm a lady i cannot do a guy who's shorter than me uh, some of the guys themselves said i cannot uh, be with a lady who's taller than me while others said i'm short and i particularly find it uh, flattering to have a woman who's uh, head and shoulders above me walking next to me in her high heels and i find nothing wrong with that and many saying a confident man uh, will not be ashamed of walking beside a taller woman what is your view what are your thoughts that's what we're talking about this talk about it tuesday tapelo king flat will be joining us to uh, give us his version of events he is a comedian so i think we'll take his relationship advice with a pinch of salt <laughs> but if you have experience we always love to hear from you give us a, a whatsapp voice note or maybe even um, a whatsapp text on 0614104 107. If you prefer to give us a call in studio, we're on 0891 We're always uh, looking out for your tweets at SAFM Radio. The hashtag is hashtag SAFM Life Happens. Right now, though, it's time for your headlines.